You're listening to. Office worker, <laughs> struggling actor, <laughs> Korean drama podcast host. You make me back. Ooh, Kathy, ex waitress at a sushi bar, current administrative assistant, always cool, and a host of the podcast. <laughs> You make me back. Ooh. Whoosh. Kim, ex barista, current Trader Joe's candy enthusiast, and co host of the Korean Drama Podcast. You make me back. Ooh. Ooh. Wait, how does that go? How does it end? Well, it goes like all, none of these stories are based on real people. So don't Oh, that's sue right. Us. These are all oh, fictitious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please do not sue us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Welcome back to another episode of the Korean Drama Podcast. Um, uh, yes. Just wanted to clarify this is the podcast, not the actual Itaewon class show. The, the intro um, oh, might have good. thrown you off. That is a good call. Just wanna, our lawyers told seem. us to tell, make it very clear that mm-hmm. we are not. The, the you know all things are f- fictitious and coincidental right right mm-hmm. yeah. and this Don't is today we're talking about episode sheep sum sheep sum yes is that right very good <laughs> oh your korean classes they're paying off <laughs> oh baby transforming basic b <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so really okay. So we okay. don't want to get ahead of myself. Oh, the Korean modesty. Actually, question: um, Are any of you guys good at crossword puzzles? No, no, no. John okay. is very. My partner is very good at them. He does the New York Times crossword every morning. Uh, oh, is the New York Times is considered like the standard? Well, I don't know. That's just the one he does. Sometimes, like, like sometimes they have like like games inside the game. This is how you know I don't do a crossword, but it's like. Mm-hmm. It, there will be like circled letters and all of the circled letters like also spell something, you know, like wild. Ah. Stuff like that. Huh. Okay. Um, uh, the reason is this has been bothering me for a while and I know we, we've talked about it in the beginning, but now we're getting to closer to the end and it's bothering me more because I still haven't figured it out, which is in the intro <laughs> sequence, <laughs> you know, we got the 2D art, but that, that there's kind of like this 3D motion and then like the text and the people's faces is kind of shifting a little bit. I still don't know what the hell is being, the words are behind Chairman Zhang's slide. Mm. It says law of Jun and then his head is blocking the rest of the letters behind him. Hmm. And I'm like, at this point in the story, there's no... I can't figure it's not Changa because then there would be J A N something something something. But this this is spelled J U N something something something. And then you can see a little bit of the last letter behind his like left ear. Is that perhaps whoever made the rule like the weak will be eaten by the strong or some or whatever? Like is that maybe like a law? Like or like a, a theorist? Law. Oh. Yeah. That does make sense. 
I'm trying to look at my notes because at one point I had written everybody's thing down. Oh my God, my notes for episode two just say, I am stressed. <laughs> that should be every episode, honestly. Oh my God, it's it all so episode. stressful. And I, before we get into the episode, I just want to say that this episode cracked open so many things that I was like, we only have three left. Like, I know. what the fuck? We, it was like, we didn't even need to like, like it, 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 it's like, I, I guess as opposed to Secret Garden, where it was like, oh, they spent 20 episodes like doing this very slow burn and then a very like intense descent. It feels like for Itaewon class, it's been so intense the whole time. And now it's just getting more intense. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. And something that I find personally intense is how little logic this best pub show has like i mean the producers yeah it's a well it's a live show right but apparently no one has talked to the contestants because they don't know to speak to camera when they're being spoken to (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) we do find out this time that it is like elimination style but also i'm gonna jump ahead just like a tiny bit but like also, at the beginning of the episode, I thought that they were at the beginning of their episode, but then I guess they were really had already done the cooking. Yeah. You're right. I just kind of assumed they made a little jump cut or something. Um, I didn't even catch that. It just it doesn't it doesn't make sense. The show is bad. We someone needs to come in and save that reality show. Best pub. But I guess it's not for us to do. Um. Because as we remember in last episode, Hyun Yi has come out to the crew after being um, brutally like outed by uh, Gunsu. Uh, but she also oh, does so. Scab. Oh, you know what? I want to introduce you to you a Korean word. Oh, ooh, uh, okay. It's called it's called shiki. Actually, shiki. You know what? Now that I think about it, normally I think it's it's spelled shiki, which means. Like a, uh, hmm, what's the word? It literally means baby, kind of like uh, like a baby or animal. But when applied to a person, it's very not nice, right? Mm. Um, and for some reason, some Koreans will go, instead of hekki, they might say shekki. They might like add like a little sh sound, mm. which is kind of unusual if you think about the way Korean um, grammar and punctuation is um, laid out. So it kind of adds like a little emphasis of of uh, it could be endearment. <laughs> it could be endearment or it could also be uh, very insulting and um, scathing. <laughs> and Gunsu mm. has been a little shaky. He shiki. has. This little shaky. Shaky. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure I fully understand the He's being a of the little word. brat yeah. bitch, son of a freaking Like if you're calling somebody whatever. like a like a little squealing piglet. Because mm, like mm, sometimes shit. squealing piglets like very cute. Are so cute. But in this context, boo, we do not like. Right. No. Which is what no. we do not like about Gunsu right now. Gunsu. Maybe he can redeem himself, but I don't know. He's dug himself a very big hole. Yeah. Very quickly. And it's just extremely off-putting. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if I even buy it, to be honest. 
It's like really all this for what? For uh, Esau's heart? It's hard to believe. It is It oh. is a little hard to believe, especially since Esau keeps being like, no, I didn't mean it. <laughs> Stop. Oh, God. I have some strong opinions mm. to come later oh, on the episode. Little teaser for what's to come. And all the time. I always have a strong opinion, but especially about this. Well, kind of speaking of what we were we were touching on, Hyunyi is announced as the winner of Best Pub. Of course, it's very exciting. Which I makes... was nervous. I didn't know if she was going to win or not. I was nervous for her. She wore a white sweater with no apron, and you're working with Korean food, like red chili paste, pepper. That shit's gonna go. There's a law of staining white clothes, right? Yeah. That's right. I was like, what's gonna happen here? It's like she thinks fine dining is working at the Cheesecake Factory and specifically being a server at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> um, and that's not it. Don't don't settle for white. Well, I mean, like you nice, see the other guy, the guy, the guy from Jungkook, he's got his like chef's coat on. And it's right. black because he knows mm-hmm. like, but like fancy French chefs, they wear the white coat. So maybe it's like mm-hmm. a, it means you're an extra good chef like Hyunyi is if you can wear white and you mm-hmm. don't spill on it. I'll buy that for a dollar. Well, she is she is the extra special chef because she wins. Um, number one. Number Yay. one. Day he is pissed, as we would suspect. Um, and he asks Sua if she really thinks that Gunsu can take over for him, given that, you know, this was Gunsu's project and he failed. And this she's- is also the first project he ever did with the fucking company, and it was like so <laughs> I just the logic is so wild and it's objective it's not even like yeah or subjective is what i meant it's subjective there it's based on the judges yeah 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 (sighs) and and honestly like also even if gunsu was like a very good manager that can only do so much well i guess this is like true for roy and tanbam though but like I was going to say that Gunsu being a good manager of people or a good potential chairman, like only does so much in terms of whatever the chef's name is um, for that chef to be like a better chef. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like with Roy where he was like, Yi, like I see potential in you. I'm going to literally invest in you so that you can become a better chef. Like. Yeah, you would think Gunsu he would have learned five a little seconds. bit. He didn't learn anything at working at Tanbam. He's trying to intimidate this chef instead of, you know, inspire him, you know. But it's working. You... Sorry, go ahead, Kathy. Oh, just to a certain extent, because he's become like Dehi, which is what Dehi wants. Right. I was just going to yeah. say, can you imagine being a chef? Of, like, I think that this chef who is ostensibly one of the best chefs in the country um, or is definitely one of the best chefs in the country that that if you've been doing chef things cooking for <laughs> you know 20 years and then somebody who is only as old as you've been a cook for is like hey man this is how you should do your job like i would be like who the hell are you that's when yeah. you move shaky shut the hell up shaky shaky yes yeah, go back to your desk you paper pusher yeah. i did like how there was that one part where after uh honey gives her her inspiring rally speech about like how it's all about the the people that I work with and they all lift me up. And then the chef is like looking around like, hmm, do I work with people that I really like? And he's kind of like, I don't know anymore. Yeah. Sometimes a job is a job, you know? 
Sometimes the job is a job. And you know what? Maybe he has a very fulfilling like home life and mm-hmm. he and his family go on a lot of lovely vacations and do a lot of fulfilling things together. I really do hope that for him. He seems I like hope a so too. guy. Yeah. Well, now I think is time for Kim's hot takes because oh! <laughs> Yisa and Gunsu are chatting and Gunsu continues to be a Sheki because he doesn't feel bad <laughs> yes. about oh my adding God. Shenyi. I mean, public. my hot takes yeah. were going to come more later when we flash <gasps> oh. forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I will say since I have an opening here that it's just like, it's so, it's so overly aggressive and like has the feeling of gaslighting, even though he's not really gaslighting her, but it has that vibe of like, yeah, well, it is a little gaslighting in that he's like, well, you said this was the deal. And she's like, I also said no. You know, like he's like holding her to this weird standard of like living up to her word on something. It's like that's not how feelings work. Okay, well, so I will jump in here because I was going to save this for later. But like the fucked up thing to me, this whole episode and during the show is that like. Gunsu is doing all this stuff to get Esau to fall in love with him. And Esau is like. I don't have feelings for you. Let it go. Like, leave me alone. Nothing you do can change that. Like, you need to move on with your life. But then when we flash forward later in this episode, like, like you saw four years later still is like, Roy, like, you need me. Aren't like you like, what are you going to do? Fire me? Okay, fire me if you want. Fire me. And he's like, "Uh, I don't know what to do here. And she like, she's like, I love you. You know, it's like everybody's like trying to manipulate everybody else. And I was just like, Esau, you can't have it really both ways, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, just because Gunsu isn't the person that you want to love you, that doesn't, like, the logic doesn't track. The logic that you're telling Gunsu is fine. Like, you you are fully within your rights to be like, hey, I don't have feelings for you. Please, like, leave me alone. That's completely fine. But then I think it's real weird to then go turn around and be like, hey, boss of mine, I have feelings for you. I hear that you say that you don't have feelings for me. I don't care. Yeah. You will. Also, are we to assume that all four of our main characters have not dated? All five of our main characters have not dated anyone in 11 years. <laughs> I mean, and they all still again, we're jumping right. ahead here. We all they all still work in the same exact jobs. No one's getting promoted. Well, I mean, they do get promoted. That's true, at, that's at least true. at Tombaum. Yeah. But like. It's so weird. Like, I'm like, there's no turnover at all. Like, Danga seems like a bad place to work. I can see why Don Bomb wouldn't have turnover. But like, Steve, Kathy, I mean, you both have worked in restaurants. I've worked in coffee. Like, in service, there's a ton of turnover. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It doesn't take much. To, all you got to do sometimes is just show up to work and you just automatically promote it because somebody leaves. Yeah. You just show up. Yeah. Or you're like, I, I want to work somewhere like closer to my house or something. And because, you know, because of the circumstances, you can or whatever it is. Uh, I mean, I guess, okay, for Tanbam, I'll say it's such a tight knit crew. They're like family. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, uh, I don't know. I still don't. Uh, yeah, you're right. I don't know how to justify if they're expanding to multiple branches. I kind of would have assumed that each original staff member would be managing a branch. 
or something like that. At the yeah. Very right. But, it but we I don't guess... see Tony, do we? That's a big question mark. Oh. We don't see Tony. I just realized that. I, I just like, realized that too. see everybody, but we don't see Tony. I'm Sorry, hoping Kathy, he's managing the original location. Maybe. Ooh, maybe. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe, um, maybe Harmony like gave him his own investment and he's, you know, yeah. <laughs> he's invested in whatever this... he's doing. You well, know, that's he's... the only reason to leave like a place with such fast upward mobility. Yeah. Because everyone's he... getting like promoted to like CFO, you know, like waiter Tony's... to CFO. Yeah, Tony got in on crypto early, and now he's just riding the wave. <laughs> and he got out. He he got, he got out, out early. And yes. he got he out early. Out. Oh my god! Unless you get out, all that money is theoretical. People see that investment brain is hereditary. It was in Lone Shark Grandma. She passed Ooh, it down yes, to Tony. Yes. He knows, and mm-hmm. he knows. Welcome Tony knows seems like up. that kind of smart guy that he's just like people think that I'm not smart because I'm so nice, but like I I, I know what's going on. He lets yeah. people do the talking. He observes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, but yeah. Gun- Gunsu, though, I felt I felt very strange, like incel vibes. Like, oh, he's he's mm, being like that. Yeah. He's he Real is an incel, incel at this vibes. point. Ugh. Yeah. We can safely assume it hasn't been let long since high school, so he has not dated anyone, never had a girlfriend, and now he's getting real toxic. He. Oh yeah. So <laughs> Oh, poor Gunsu. And he also, like, the actor is so, I don't know if this is intentional or not, but, like, the actor, when when Iso is talking, will just have this look on his face, like, he's, like, confused, because he's, like, but I did what you wanted me to do, like, right. what? But then he'll say something that's, like, really fucked up, but his face is just, like, has this hint of confusion that I think is really a lot of good, good, good subtle acting. Mm. Don't like the character, love the actor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> love all of these actors, mm-hmm. especially jumping ahead just a little bit. Dehi's acting in this. <gasps> Dehi, mm. Give that man an Oscar. Dehi, I mean, how, like what they do, like what they do, like make this man smoke a whole pack of cigarettes and then film, like what they do. That man really sacrificed the integrity of his esophagus for this character. And like, oh my granted, God. Don't love that. I don't love when people sacrifice their bodies for they, you know. But I agree. But to good effect in this episode, method I mean, acting is very popular in Korea, supposedly. Mm. Um, not the most healthiest. No, style of acting, no. But got to set your boundaries. It was very impressive to behold. It was. Well, jumping back just a little bit. Um, so Lone Shark Grandma has given the investment officially over to Don Bomb, so that's good. And Gunsu has like a really evil moment, like where he tells Sua that like he has something brewing, but he's not gonna say what. And you're like, oh, what you did before was really bad, so I don't want to see what you do now. Um he, do- he does the thing where evil people tend to ask riddles and talk in riddles and ask these vague questions, you know. He's he starts playing the guessing game. He's like, "So what do you think I thought when you said this?" Yeah, uh, riddle me this. Uh, yeah, what can yeah. I do to ruin Roy? He's the <laughs> like, real what? Joker. I don't Ugh. get it. Why the sudden transformation? They could have. I think they could have. The writers could have gone a little bit more into filling out why Kunsu has this sudden deep kind of resentment and hatred towards yeah especially know, since just, uh, Yiso is being is so clearly being like no you know like if she was giving him some sort of like encouragement maybe 
Yeah, but yeah. And, like, and because the reason that he had created such a relationship with Roy and Donbaum in the first place was because he hated his dad and everything his dad stood for. So it does yes. seem real weird that now he's like, like, because he doesn't become him. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't seem like that type to be like, well, I just need a community and it doesn't matter to me. Like, it seemed just before that he had more character. Yeah, he did a hard left. Oh, and something I forgot to mention is that uh, Gunsu is in contact with Sun Quan and that's like part of his like evil plan. Yeah. Um, but we don't okay. know what yet. Which is sad because Sun Quan is just such a like, he's a little dummy, but he's so sweet. So it's so sad to take <laughs> advantage of him. Oh, okay. That, I was going to say, uh, uh, like, it does it seem like he's being like a double agent? But I do think it's better if it's like, oh, Sun Quan is just like this nice kind of goon type guy. Yeah. And he doesn't realize that in keeping in contact with the enemy that he's unwittingly transmitting information. Exactly. Yeah. That Which, totally makes more sense. Speaking of him, it does seem like they're setting up Sun Quan and Hyun Yi, which on one hand I love because I think they're great. But yeah. on one hand, he was real transphobic in the last episode. So I'm a little worried about that. But my guess is we're not going to get into that. <laughs> we have three episodes left. We simply don't have the time. Yeah, we simply don't have the time. I, I would like to hope that over the last four years that he has uh, learned and uh, grown a bit. But I also am like, Damn, y'all, it's been four additional years and still, I mean, is this really how this must be why the Korea has such a low birth rate right now? If it's taking everybody like a minimum of five years <laughs> to just like go on one date, you know, True. Well, what's amazing to me is like this particular circle of people. You're right. Their dating habit, their lifetime, their 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 dating uh, rate is is like is is it's in the ice age it's not moving at all yeah korea it's like you're going on different dates and getting introduced to people like every weekend this is also such a foreign concept to me because back when i was single and like maybe even a little to now like i just have crushes constantly like they just like keep turning over they turn over faster than waiters at restaurants you know you're like ah and then it's over and then you're like okay that was you know a week of my life yeah and their crushes are so committed they're like I have a crush on this person. We're fucking married in my mind. <laughs> yes. Uh, they're giving me zero encouragement, but I'm going to keep this going. Like for me, I'm like, oh, we're we're done. I don't I don't know. It just doesn't make as much sense. I don't know. It, it is strange. Oh, let's not forget that Sungwon, uh, for example, has never been to a club, even though he, he he's been like a, a, a gangster for most of his years. Or whatever. Oh, my God. You I know. forgot. He, was in a he hasn't been to a club. How, what on what planet does, did he come from? Right. He's insane. I mean, but I love him for that. We it's do love just, him. Just, he just we needs- love him. But I, I'm glad. I'm glad that you guys cleared this up for me because I was concerned that he had like become bad and I wasn't going to be able to handle it. But I think it makes a lot more sense that he's being manipulated by a little fucking shaky, shaky, His little shaky. Yes. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, an- another thing. Well, I mean, we haven't quite fast forwarded yet because Gunsu is announced at a meeting that he's going to take over at Janga, so it's official. And then also, it feels a little bit in this next part like a scene was cut because we see the mob boss come back to jail and everyone's like mm. very happy to see him back. And then we see Gunwon, who knows now about Gunsu taking over. Uh, but nothing happens between them. 
Okay, hold on. This prison scene, I was cracking up because I was like, am I watching a flashback? And no, it's like, no, the same mob boss is back in prison. Right. And I guess I have you have to make some mental leaps and realize, I guess it's just part of the bo- part of the job of being a mafia boss. And you kind of spend a weekend at your fame, your, your favorite Korean prison, do the whole charade. Um, he's got his old setup, his, his, his cronies in, room, in his room. And then we cut to somebody doing pushups. And I was like, is it is this Roy? And of course, no, it's actually Kunwan mirroring exactly what Roy was doing so many years before. And I'm like, is is uh, Kunwan now going to be like Roy? That's what I'm saying. I think they're going to team up. Yeah. yeah. And I huh. thought, I mean, you mentioned this, Steve, actually, in a previous episode of our podcast that you were like, oh, is Gunwan the kind of person or you you said that you thought that Gunwan was the kind of person that maybe belongs in a gang so that he can have this loyalty to this person <gasps> and he doesn't have to do so much thinking about it. And yeah. I think Interesting. I think you might be right. I forgot I said that. That sounds genius. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And you thought of it. You did it. I pat myself on you the back. You did it. Yes. I do want to just step back just for one quick second. Mm-hmm. I did think that it was like very odd that Gunsu was still named the successor to Jangako or was like introduced at this meeting of the board or whatever as like this is who's going to who I believe is going to take over because he did just have this like failure at work. And so it gave off the vibe to me of when Dehi was like, oh, Gunwan, my son, here, let me give you a hug. And then he turned him into the police. Mm. I the only reason why I bought that was that if everyone thinks Gunsu is turning into Dehi, I think he's so narcissistic that he's like, "All right, this guy seems chill." Not nah, well, maybe not. <laughs> I don't maybe, know. Maybe 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 it's that. Plus, in that scene right before that meeting, uh, Dad and Bastard Son are playing um, uh, Paduk. Mm. I think it's called Othello in 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 English. It's not quite, but it's similar. Oh, it's something. Oh, go. It's called go. Yeah. Or, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, and if you look at the board, they've been playing for a long time. It's filled with the black and white little pieces, mm. and that to me tells me, oh, I guess Kunsu can hold his own against his dad. He didn't get shut out. Mm. So maybe because he held his own at this game, dad's like, all right, you take over the company. <laughs> because there was, I'm thinking back now, there was a scene where Gunwan was playing go with his father, and. I can't remember if he was like, you're getting better, but you're still like not as good as me. That's I feel like he about. probably only had like a few pieces on the board. Maybe I'm making that up. Well, they're taking I mean, a lot of leaps with Gunsu anyway, so they're just like. They're fast tracking him. For I sure. just don't believe that this like absolutely horrible person was inside the nice puppy dog the whole time. Like I just right. like yeah. I like the justification that he wants like. That he that he's in love with saw and like that he needs her to approve of him. Like that's just not enough for me to buy it. Like to jump ahead, spoiler alert if you didn't watch the episode yet, but if it if it was like, oh, my father is dying, I'm going to take because of my loyalty, I'm going to take this on. I'm gonna take on his persona so that his legacy can live on, even though that's not my personality. 
I will believe that more. I wonder, though, how much of it, and they didn't, this is on them, they didn't clarify, so, but I wonder if I could give them a little slack. Maybe they're saying, mm. what, mm, uh, just a little bit. Uh, when, a little slack. Just a little bit. I'm not going crazy yet, but um, when Roy tells Gunsu that he's going to go after his family, no matter what that does to Gunsu, um, uh, I wonder yeah. if that destroyed Roy's trust in the goodness of people. If he's like, well, I thought, or sorry, Gunsu's trust Gunsu's in trust. the goodness of people, because Gunsu's like, well, I thought Roy was good and I wanted to be good like Roy, but I see now that Roy's going to destroy me to get it to his goals. Mm. Right. So right. I see now that everyone is bad and just after their own. They they need, interest. they could help us with a flashback of, uh, of that moment to remind us more credibly why Gunsu might feel this way about Roy and, and everyone. Yeah. And possibly this is a lesson in parenting, you know, mm. that if Gunwan and Gunsu had a, a better adult figure in their lives when they were growing up, a more stable adult figure, more present adult figure, maybe they would not be, and I mean, it seems like really everybody's like, Roy, Dehi, will somebody like, tell me what's good in the um, the world? Yeah, Roy was supposed to be that father figure, but then in the end, it turns out, no, he's also, you know, thirsting after revenge, just like everybody else in this cruel, cruel world. Yes. So then we do the the much anticipated flash forward to 2020, but no pandemic. Uh, No pandemic. (laughs) No pandemic. Uh, Oh, alternate reality. Yes. Alternate reality. I see the franchise is doing great. Everyone looks like they're business people in the 80s. Um, <laughs> I wrote Simguan is like business Elvis because he has a little pompadour. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. No more hoodies for Roy. He's he's grown up. He's grown from up. Baggy sweat but he has, still has this damn haircut. He Every does. single <laughs> other person has a new haircut. And Roy has a new car. He's got new sunglasses. They all have these damn sunglasses that must have been freaking sponsored content. Also yes. Mercedes sponsored the content. The same damn sunglasses. Everybody's got it. And they are very cool, you know. I want one too. Okay, so they are cool. And I'd also like a Mercedes if you guys are just giving them away at this point. Yes, but, please. <laughs> you know, uh, everybody has a new haircut except for Roy. <laughs> well, Roy and Sua. I think Sua also has the same. No, no Sua no... has a different haircut. She has. She does? She, she's cut, cut her hair. It's not oh, that oh. different. But, oh, that's, that's amazing that you noticed that. Well, I noticed it because Esau has kind of the Sua hair now. She's got longer hair. She's got the that's curly. most dramatic change, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I also wanted to say, to jump back again, um, that uh, uh, Gunwan, his hair, even when he's in the prison, even when it's still a little bit bowl cutty, looks yes. way it better. Looks so good i hope whoa we we need to start taking notes for our alignment chart hottie because there like so many people are so many people are appearing as a possible hottie like we need to figure this out okay oh my god i mean i thought when he was doing the push-ups i was like that's a strong hottie contender okay (laughs) a strong hottie contender i think that sweaty push-ups is the closest that we're going to get to a shower scene in this show which leads to the the question oh, is it better to have one like very strong hottie or like a bunch of like maybe hotties you know like which one is better i i don't know 
I mean, I, I think you need one hottie to rule them all. One hottie to rule them all. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kathy, declare. remember, <gasps> Kathy, you should do your um, uh, your the March Madness, your bracket, your March Madness <laughs> again. See who is the real hottie. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Who is we'll the real hottie? Out. We have we do have so many contenders, and I will add on to that that they're they're like the within the contenders themselves, their different looks. You know, yes are different contenders. So yes. mm. I think this is very interesting. We're I'm glad get we're to the all, bottom of this. I'm glad we're all on the same page, though, as far as like Gunwan in prison being a honey. I yeah. mean, he got huge. I don't know what it is, but like there was that one scene he walked past Hojin. Yeah. And I'm like, Hojin is a tiny like a uh, b- hobbit compared to Gun- Gunwan is huge. Huge. And like just everything about him looks so much more darker and like more intimidating and, yeah uh, brooding he seems like he's found himself Ooh, in prison. brooding true yes brooding, darker uh hair better hair product but i will say that i don't get the vibe that he's i didn't get the vibe necessarily that he was like bad when he came out of prison no he's just a little broken yeah, yeah. and i thought that maybe that would be a positive for Gunwan in the end because he would learn possibly that his alignment does not have to be with his father. Because again, I'm going to continue to push this narrative that I don't think that Gunwan really is this like evil person. No. And did, well, maybe I'll save it, but there's no, you gotta say okay, it. Well, cause like in the end, so in the end we find out that part of Gunsu's evil plan is that he's been, he stopped taking his father to regular doctor checkups, and that's how this. Wait, happened. that was part of the plan. Wait, whoa! Should I wait? Right, because because Good One is like, well, I made sure that he was always at his doctor's. And- I thought yes. that was just like a lapse in judgment because Gunsu is young and like doesn't think <gasps> it yet. Never like, crossed my mind. That oh, my Gunsu elderly would- father needs to go to a uh, checkup. Also, I did think a little bit that it was possibly like assistant Kim. Should have like picked up a little bit of slack yeah. here. But, yeah, where was assistant Kim? What the hell? You know, uh, assistant Kim is know, not good at his job. Okay, maybe he's not so this. much of a personal to say. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to like. Uh, you know, and also they he is a grown up, and so we all right. kind of like. That's true. Well, also the ball a little bit. Gunsu didn't like implant pancreatic cancer into his father. You know, like that was never. Not. The thing, but he also because he lies later. I'm really jumping ahead now. He lies that the doctor said not to pursue treatment with the cancer even though the doctor said that they could try to pursue treatment and he tells gunsu tells dehi that they shouldn't that the doctor advised against it oh i miss that right i miss that too i think so but when you say it it sounds like yeah i i, 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 I need that. to go yeah i need to go back and rewatch the last 10 minutes i think because I I totally believe you, um, but I think I was probably focusing on like the wrong stuff, like wh- which of these guys is the hottie, you know? Right, know. right. No, that's important <laughs> stuff, and that is important stuff, but it's important in a different way, and that's why there's three of us, yeah, so that we all catch different mm-hmm. stuff. Mm. Yeah. Also, honest, assistant Kim, he was like hardcore crying, which I guess that makes sense. He's been with Dehi for decades. What? I like... didn't notice that either. Right? Okay. Wait, wait, no, no, no. Well, I wait, miss maybe this too. guys. Okay. A uh, little spoiler alert. I did watch this a week ago, but I thought I remembered like, or maybe Assistant Kim was like more sad than Gunsu. Like Gunsu was just like, when's this dude gonna die? Well, Gunsu does come off as very callous because he keeps being like, 
father, there's like an investor. He doesn't even say that. He says chairman. He never even addresses him as father mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, okay. It's all a business title, working uh, title for him. Right. So he's just like, but he keeps like pushing this meeting with a guy that like is like, and Gunsu keeps saying like, you need to be there because you're the like you're the big boss, and so no one takes it seriously until the big boss shows up. Mm. And he keeps like pushing this, and it seems so callous because obviously, day he's fucking dying in front of your eyes, man. Right. Look at this acting. Did anybody uh, give this man an award for this acting? I hope so. He deserves all the awards. I mean, everybody in this <sighs> show, oh, really good acting. Mm. Well, it's the writing that sometimes has holes. Yes, sometimes, sometimes, mm. sometimes, sometimes. Where are we? I know. Episode okay, well, at this point. Okay, so if we could back up a little bit, uh, I see is doing. Don bomb is doing great, right? Uh, Yusa is great right. at her job. She's better than all the other suits in the room. Um, and good- that was a very impressive scene where she's like, where the guys are like. We don't want this thing. And she's like, well, did you know that they're, that the son of this person is marrying the daughter of this other person? So, yeah, like she does <laughs> her research. It's like, I read my tabloids. Do you? Yes. Well, you you simply must if you're in the business. You simply I guess. must. I know. Also, you know what? I mm-hmm. You know what? I, I Kind of. It is off topic, but I heard this that, you know, how like it seems like investing in stocks and cryptos, you know, big in the news lately stuff like that um this thought never occurred to me but someone's pointed out that people will keep track of flight um destinations and flight patterns of ceos because where they fly to what city they go to is a hint at what kind of deals and things are about to be made what Um, that's very smart i mean that makes a lot of sense but like holy shit this is why I don't invest. Mm-hmm. I don't follow this. You don't shit. have the time to. Rich people have like a whole team or one Yisaw, which I is need the an same. assistant Kim. Yes, or Yisaw. Yeah, one one Hojin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just learned about stocks, and then people were like, "We don't care about stocks anymore. Now we care about Dogecoin." And I was like, "What the fuck <laughs> yeah. is Dogecoin?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. What happened to good cold hard cash? Mm-hmm. It's, People are just getting bored of it. It's too. I mean, I much. just. And what are these? What is this pictures that you sell for fake money? I don't mm. understand that either. Mm-hmm. The NFTs. We'll talk yeah. about this on the Korean um, investing investment podcast. Yeah, yeah. It, it does seem financial like, podcast. It seems like finance <laughs> bros are just making fun of us now. They're like, everything is Pretty money. Uh-huh, I mean, I know everything is it. a construct, so I guess we can, you know, always be assigned. But I'm like. NFTs is really blowing my mind. I'm like, so you can just be like, I designed this thing, this picture, and then I'm going to sell the picture for a lot of money. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <sighs> well, if you came here to learn about finance. <laughs> you came to the right place. <laughs> you came to the right place. Well, Roy is. That's your hot tip of the day. Yeah. You only get one. You only, you only get one. one. Roy is still overworking himself, but he's doing that because Jenga's Jenga's still number one and he has to be number one. Me- Which is like, again, like the, the progress that he has been able to make in the last like 10 years is amazing. Yes, indeed. I mean, it, maybe it wasn't 10 years, but 
five years, whatever. It's so good. It's it's very mm-hmm. impressive. You should be impressive with themselves, but he is not. And he does he does give a little hot tip that uh, after his first hundred million, he he was like, oh, it's a lot easier to make money when you have yes, money. when you that have really, Esau. And that really mm-hmm. gave me like the social network, the movie vibes, where like Justin Timberlake is like, you know what's cooler than a million dollars? A billion dollars, whatever he says. Right. <laughs> And I was like, I think a million dollars is really cool. If you're giving those away, along with the Mercedes and the sunglasses, I will take I'm, them. I'm in line. Yes. Yeah. Well, Guntu has come back from the U.S. where he was um, helping Jonga franchise there, uh, and he's recording. Oh, yes. C- coming from the U.S. always a mark of of a step up in your life mm. in, in Korean dramas and ideology i see interesting well he's he's doing his plan which we know some of because we did some we got a little ahead of ourselves but he's also recording <laughs> sungwan like the phone calls he has with sungwan which we don't know why yet but he is and he's also re- yeah, we know why it's because he's a bad person right he he's also ripping off roy's idea of like building up a street like a an alley um as he did in earlier episodes, but he's doing that basically oh. to induce gentrification and then getting out early. Because Gunsu is a good finance bro. He knows to get out early. He knows to get out early. Whereas like Roy was like, this is what I can afford and I'm going to try to like help the neighborhood. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this is very small, but Kong and Detective O go on a very strange non-date and I love it. I want it to yes. move into real date territory. And um, again, here's another couple that's like, uh, it's been four years. Like, you know, Hyewon is, she's not getting any younger. She's watching this. Like, she's like, you know, is anything going on here? Yeah. Like, so the answer is no. Let's define the relationship. Let's DTR this, define you know? The and I just like, I would love to know, uh, this has to be true for people in Korea because this got written and no one was like this is nuts that after this long nothing has happened nothing (laughs) not so much as they have like had too much to drink and like you know hooked up with each other and then been like oh we shouldn't you know I just like you as friends or whatever right do do you think you would get shyer? It seems like they're very shy almost as older people dating rather than more direct and upfront. Like I, I'm trying to grasp when I get older, whatever. Like, would I be that kind of awkward about it? I'm not. Sh- I don't know. I'm trying to put myself in Detective O's shoes. Look, it's hard to be vulnerable, especially if you're like Kong and have a lot of power, you know? It's hard to put mm-hmm. yourself out there. I feel that. But at a certain point, you got one life to live. You gotta go on that ledge <laughs> and jump off. And I will say yeah. that, like, for for Kong and Detective O, I give them a little bit more credit because they ha- are both dealing with a lot elsewhere in their lives and they never said like hey I like you hey I like you too the weirdest are the relationships with the younger people the 30 and under crowd that are like I like you I like you too see you later (laughs) 
was like, okay, so, and so what's, what, what, what's going What's going on here? You guys didn't even like, like no one, no, no one got so much as like drank too much soju and then kissed the other person while you're both conscious. Yes, that's usually the go-to move. Hmm. I mean, it's not how we do it in a K drama. Not how we do it in a K drama. Also, just want to shout out to one more product placement that we've seen again, which is Benefit once again, Mm -hmm. the makeup brand. We see a whole oh. benefit stand. Oh, is that what? Okay. Huh. Yeah. I also want to point out that I swear to you, mark my words, Kunsu is not only wearing the same exact shades as everyone else, but he's wearing the same outfit as Roy. Mm, interesting. He's wearing a black trench coat plus this like olive green, like semi turtleneck thing. I like, just that's not the wearing. fashion. I guess they're all just shopping from the same store. I guess that's plausible. I associate, I heavily associate that trench coat with Korean men. <laughs> 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 uh, I didn't think twice. I saw Korean Steven Yun wearing, ubiquitous. I saw yeah. Steven Yun wearing a jacket like that once at the Arclight. R.I.P. the Arclight. Oh, man. The Arclight. He was there to promote burning. Oh. Mm. Well, anyway. Speaking of R.I.P., or at least almost R.I.P., I'm just going to jump ahead because we covered a lot of this. But (laughs) so Daehee is sick in the hospital. He's dying. Gunwon and Gunsu have had a confrontation that we have talked about. But Daehee flashes back to when he was a child or I I guess a teen. And his sister is dying of some sort of food related illness. We went through this before. Uh, We didn't. I don't remember exactly what it is, but it should be like the 70s. And everyone's dressed like a Dickens character. Um. (laughs) I don't wait. I thought his sis. I thought they were just like didn't have any money and they couldn't afford food. Well, I just I remember one of them starved to death. One of them had like ate something and it killed them. Like it, they were all like mm, different I like see. food related stuff. So I didn't know exactly what her specific one was. Um, Got it. But then here's where we really let Dehi, the actor, really stretch his legs because mm. we're about to get into some like King Lear, Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just some like legacy acting right here. Legacy acting. He does a whole soliloquy. It's very raspy, as we said. Really worry about his throat. Hope he's using. I his mean, diaphragm. I genuinely thought that this man had a horrible cough. Yes, like I could feel it. I could feel the gasping for breath. Yes, and we know he has six months to live. That's what the doctor said. Um, but. Who calls Dehi? <laughs> like, literally, Roy finds out he's dying and he's like, gotta get on the phone. <laughs> this is just, like, so wild. And this is how you know that Roy is not, like, an inherently good person. No. Because he's like, oh. oh, you're not gonna die before I get the last fucking laugh here, buddy. Mm-hmm. And Roy, uh, and Dehi's like, all right, hurry up, Roy. Like, he's excited. Which, like, maybe, okay, it brings some joy to, like, It's so weird. It, there's a weird sexual tension yes. there. It's Real, like the reason that you're gonna hold on for just a little bit longer is because you have this rivalry with this man. Like this old man about to die. He's like, I'll pay your medical bills. I'm gonna inject you with the best medicines. Yeah. It's like, what an unlikely alliance. Madness. True madness. Very, very strange. They're meant for each other. They My are God. meant for each other. 
They are meant for each other. Can, can I talk about that one cafe scene though between yes. two of oh, yes. yes, so weird. Um man. Four years, uh, and uh, the tables have turned in this cat fight. Ah, uh, I get that because it does seem like Yusa feels like she has more power since Sua is being ignored for Roy's larger goals. But I still think he likes Sua. He like says it all the time. So like, mm. and he says he doesn't like Yusa. So I don't understand. But I got so confused when the the scene where. Yisol is shopping in Roy's office for a Tiffany necklace and she's like, you should buy this for me tomorrow. And I was like, oh my God, did I miss something? Are they dating? And then I was like, no, she's just like trying to like mind fuck him into yes. just chipping away at his psyche. She's just like the, the conversation at the coffee shop was just two lunatics. Like everybody go find somebody <laughs> they are who lunatics, likes you. They? Yeah. There's somebody out there who li- I mean, I guess like having seen that not a one person in this show is in a relationship with somebody that like reciprocates their feelings and like they're actually in a relationship. I guess maybe it's not so easy to just go <laughs> to on a do. single date with someone else. Just one I mean, a single real date. date. Yeah. Yeah, they act like there's nobody in Itaewon. There's a bunch of people. We saw Halloween. There's so many people. But I still got to... This round, though, I got to give it to Yisha. Because the way she calls out Sua, I was like, you can't argue with that. Yeah. You know, she points out, Sua, you've been saying to Roy, I want to marry... I want to be with the rich guy. And I'm telling... And Yisha's saying, I'm telling him, I'm going to make you the rich guy. You know? Hmm. Sua, you're complaining that, oh, you need to take down Changa for me. Yisa's like, I'm going to be the girl that takes down Changa for Roy. You know, it's like, oh, shit. Who loves Roy more? Mm. Oh, damn. Who's more dysfunctional in this uh, yeah, love yeah, triangle? Meanwhile, here, here Roy is not Asterisk. thinking about either of you mm. calling a bad <laughs> guy to be like, hang about, on yeah, for I... one more second so that I can rub your face in the dirt before you go. Right? <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? Literally living in these two women's minds rent free for oh almost a decade. Yeah. <laughs> so why? where is party doctor party doctor needs party to doctor? get in oh, here man. we need to get in here with the antidepressants yes, and like talk this out because remember we still haven't um gotten around to the very beginning of the show which is Yisa yeah. was talking to a therapist okay so in Yisa's right. defense she does she does end up in therapy and right i believe in that opening scene tells her to kill herself right or is she's that, saying that we get there? She she said in the opening scene, like my boss, I told my boss that I wanted to kill myself, and he said, "Okay, just do it" or something That's like that. That's crazy. What? Yeah. Where is HR? Where is yeah. HR? How Where do we is... get to that point? Oh is my, my question. The whole thing is just, <sighs> it's just, it's, it's just madness. And she's just smiling about it, like, yeah. That's who he is, and I love him for it. (laughs) Okay. Find someone else. Get on Tinder. Do something. Do something. Uh, And the the thing is, too, is is like it's okay if you guys don't want to date at all. Like that's totally fine. It's also okay if you want to date, and then you go on dates. But like being like, I want to date. I want to date you specifically, and I'm going to try to wear you down over a period of five to ten years. And I will hear what you have to say, but I will not accept that answer is like 
Truly, Real wild. So much. There are so many better uses for your time. Like find a hobby, start a Pinterest, and date. you deserve more. You deserve you more. Know? Take a bath. That's a better use of Take your time. Take a bath. Get start a, bath a Korean bath. drama podcast. Start. You know, I don't know. Buy Dogecoin. <laughs> I try try Buy to Dogecoin. figure out an NFT. Mm-hmm. If you have all this free time, Korean try to figure out NFT. an NFT and then make it into a, like a little easy thing, and then email it to me at Steve. At Steve. No, at Steve. Should I create a a, a, a coin? Should no. you create let's, a let, coin? Like a Steve coin? No, I want to create, let's create a Korean drama podcast coin. I don't think I have enough real life money to, <laughs> to invent <laughs> Oh, do you money. need real money to do that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know I don't know what the process is. <laughs> I don't know either, I thought, but I assume that everybody is extremely rich because they're just like, I can make up money. Well, like, like for example, Ethereum, sorry to bore it. What's Ethereum? Ethereum? Ethereum's another like a uh, Bitcoin. It's like the number two, and that guy is like he's like twenty three, and it's ruining I our environment. Made it out of, like, yeah, all uh, this is ruining the environment. Yeah, the NFT is bad for the environment. We're just creating more problems for ourselves, aren't we? We are as a human society. And you know, when in the end we could just move to Korea and then decide to like somebody and you know spend all of our waking moments doing that instead. The choice is yours. And those are the only two mm-hmm. options. So those are the Good only luck. two options. Yeah. So sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we are, are this is the end of the episode, right? Oh yeah. Oh well we we do Hojin does have a traumatic encounter with Kunwan on the street. Mm. Yeah, and Gunwan does not even register. Man, Hojin. I hate when that happens. Really devastating. <laughs> I, I it really it hurts. <laughs> Like, what do you do in that? Do you reintroduce yourself or are you just like, never mind? Yeah. I mean, th- 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 that was a very interesting conversation he had with, um, Hojin had with mm. Roy, right? He was like, Hojin was bothered that he doesn't even remember me, but I haven't forgotten him a single day since high school. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm. Which is completely understandable. He made his life a living hell, poured milk on him, like beat the shit out of him in school. The teacher didn't care. Like mm-hmm. very traumatic but Hojin, situation. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for him because he has dedicated his like post-college adult life to seeking revenge on Gunwan. And Gunwan's response is like, who? You know? Yeah, who are you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, at least for Roy oh. and Dehi, like they know who each other are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh. that is sad. Poor Hojin. Oh, but you love like it when a most... hottie gets vulnerable, you know? You, lo- you love you to love see it. You love it when a hottie gets vulnerable when another hottie doesn't acknowledge mm-hmm. their existence. But the, the nice thing I thought slap. about uh, about Gunwan was that, like, and this is such a small, silly thing, but I, I was like, oh, he wasn't, he wasn't immediately like, who are you? What? What do you want? Like, which was like his pre-prison life was like much more antagonistic, I felt. And he was just like, I don't know who you are. Do you know who I, why do you, what? You know, felt less aggressive. So I thought that was progress. Plus he was wearing this like Sherpa wool jacket. Mm, Kind of, it's like they're trying to portray something different about Kunwan, which is like, he's not this fancy boy that he was before he's possibly in a gang now possibly might might be in a gang 
he he's a little he's wised up a little bit. Well, there probably. there has to be more from this gang boss because we saw. Remember, like yeah. many episodes back when Roy gets out of prison at the same time as the gang boss and the gang boss is like, if you ever need anything, call me. And we haven't seen that. Yeah, like that. That has to be a seed. That has to be a the seed. gang boss. Yes, the gang boss might become maybe over prison. The gang boss became the father figure that Kunwan has been seeking his whole <sighs> life. Oh, wow! I would love that for him. I would love that. That's for what him gangs too. are. Foster families Thanks, are good. That's what we're coming down to. Mops and Korean great. prison will change you for the better. That's right. That's all. Go to prison, no guys. Korean here. prison. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, my goodness. That's it for episode 13, I think, mm-hmm. right? That's it. Until next time. See ya. You make me Thanks for listening to the Korean Drama Podcast. Our producer is Marvin Yue, and our executive producers are Will Choi, Phil Yu, and Joanna Lee. Follow the Korean Drama Podcast on Twitter at Korean Drama Pod, and if you haven't, give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. The Korean Drama Podcast is part of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of Asian American hosted podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian diaspora. Learn more about Potluck and our fellow Potluck podcasts at podcastpotluck.com. But we're still here and we're going strong. It's an exciting time in Asian America. There are more movies, TV shows, books, and music reflecting us than ever. But all of these represent just a small slice of Asian American culture and experiences. So what do we do? Tell more slices. Asian Americana is a show that explores these slices of distinctly Asian American culture and history. We've talked about how Chinese Americans built California's Sacramento Delta, the art scene turns gallery institution giant robot, a play that explores the lost Cambodian pop music of the 60s and 70s, and, of course, Boba, just to name a few stories. You can find Asian Americana at asianamericana.com or on your podcast app. Tired of proof.